0: The objective of GIFT, a Horizon 2020 project, is to help decarbonize the energy mix of European islands by developing, among other things, innovative systems to allow islands to integrate vast amount of renewables. Last year, together with Igor Steiner, the project's coordinator, and my guest then, as he is now, we discussed the project's aims and goals. This year, We are going to focus mostly on outcomes so far and lessons learned, as well as next steps. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and France, focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu, and I am the host
1: of the EU Project Zone.
0: Hello, Igor, and thank you very much for being here with me today.
1: Thank you already. Thank you for having
0: me. It's always a pleasure and it's a second time. So I would like to ask you to please describe again for us in a few words uh, the GIFT project, as well as who is involved and who is the target audience.
1: Yeah, the aim of GIFT is to decarbonize the energy mix of islands, help to increase local renewables, penetration, provide observability of energy grid, then to develop synergies between the electricity, heating, cooling, and transport networks, and to reduce the use of fossil-based energies. Actually, we are the consortium uh, of 17 partners, and uh, very important, we have two demonstration sites. One is Hinoia Island cluster, very north in Norway. The second is Procida, it's a small Italian island of the Tiriaran Tire- Tire- Sea and two following islands, Favignana and Evia. The target audience are um, the grid uh, operators, municipalities, energy communities, and last but not least, citizens, because for our opinion, all society should be part of decarbonized process. And what
0: would you say are the main innovative solutions that the- this uh, project brings?
1: Yeah, the main innova- innovative solutions are development of several flexibility and grid uh, management solutions to demonstrate uh, such a solutions on islands. An example, a virtual power system for trading flexibilities, uh, then better prediction of supply and demand of power, grid observability, then energy management systems for harbors, factories, homes, and vehicles, and innovative storage systems that all allow synergies between electrical, heating, water, and transport networks. So this is just the main of the these innovative solutions that uh, we bring in, on, into the project.
0: Islands, however represent a very unique ecosystem and one of the uh, and of course one of the major focus points of the of the project is to assist in their decarbonization which is quite difficult as a task so my question to you is and my curiosity also how is it going for you so far
1: Yeah, so let me continue with the synergies uh, between these different uh, networks, so electrical, heating, transport. So an example, uh, EVs, electrical vehicles, e-ferries. This is something that is developing uh, very fast, especially in the northern countries, In, in Norway, an example. Uh, all of these should uh, cooperate or should have synergies between heating and cooling requests. So it requires a lot of coordination between demand response uh, management systems. Uh, so electrification of everything and uh, and. Uh, uh, distributed energy systems are asking for really uh, for reinforce the power of grids and this requires a huge investment and intensive planning of grid expansion and nevertheless uh, demand response management and energy storage systems are coming today very important techno- technologies uh, to support uh, this green transition process so this is one of the main uh questions that we are addressed with our project, GIFT. So would you say that things are going your way, are going okay? Okay, I would say uh, we are quite uh, on the final stage already. So um, not finished yet, of course, but uh, now is trying to uh, provide the analyze Uh, of requirements, um, prepared uh, uh, the analysis of the solutions. And uh, yes, of course, we have uh, some challenges, uh, especially uh, address the hydrogen technology. The hydrogen technology is very demand technology, uh, very interesting, but still a lot of uh, issues or a lot of work is in the front of uh all of us probably not be solved everything with this project but i think we made a good step forward uh, in this decarbonization mm-hmm. process
0: excellent now you mentioned earlier uh, avia the island of, of avia being greek myself i know that this is a, a very big uh, island and very close to the mainland like for example in greece we almost consider it part of the mainland, although it is an island. Uh, For other pilots, however, that you have, the islands are smaller, more remote, there is a diversity. So what are the main differences of the pilots?
1: Yes, you are right. So I already mentioned two uh, two islands that we are demonstrating. So one is very north uh, in, uh, in Norway. Uh, another island is uh, in Mediterranean uh, Sea. It's Italian uh, island, and they are quite different. Yes, just an example. One is the climate. Uh, climate conditions you can imagine are very different in very north or on south of Europe or everywhere in the world, of course. Uh, this has a strong influence on the energy needs and the profiles of energies, uh, how is it used. So we know in the uh, northern islands has a high request in the winter time, but southern has more requests in the summertime for cooling. Yes and of course the south islands maybe is more um more uh, busy in the summertime because of uh, high tourists same su- le- same in Greece i suppose uh yes so uh the cl- climate conditions then the uh, population then the size of the of the islands uh, the um, number of installed renewables uh, how the, the island is connected to the ma- mainland. So, we know that some islands are very well connected to, to islands, some others are completely isolated. Yes, and for these islands, especially important uh, the implementation of these renewables because we know the price of fuel today is very, very high and they are very uh, put a lot of efforts to decrease this cost of the fuel in the future.
0: Now we already mentioned the the accomplishments let's say the the breakthroughs breakthroughs that you have briefly. I wanted to ask you if there is anything else you would like to add when we talk about major outcomes and uh, and breakthroughs or should we just move to the challenges?
1: Yes, uh, okay. I will say that the major outcomes are system integration of various solution providers into one comprehensive solution. So it's not so easy to integrate so many very advanced solutions from consortium partners in one integrated solution to operate consistently. I just mentioned at the beginning, that uh, we are 17 partners, yes, and to integrate 17 solutions into one system, this is really not always the easy task. For sure, uh, finding appropriate prosumers to be appropriate, available, and willing to participate in demand response flexibility is not an easy task today, and incentives are not available or not well defined. But as I said, uh, I see the first or the major outcome is this uh, system integration of different technologies you
0: mentioned you mentioned also uh, hydrogen as one of the issues that you are uh, that you're facing can you elaborate a little bit more on this and maybe give me a couple more issues that you're facing
1: okay yes uh, actually we are uh, two different uh, hydrogen solutions uh, on our project uh, using specially for storing the energy Yes. An example, what uh, issue we have installing hydrogen systems inside of the buildings is not an easy task. So we find out that a different legislation between countries uh, makes a lot of troubles. Because uh, an example to install technology developed in France, and then integrated or implemented in Italy was quite challenging, because these two countries have quite different uh, regulation. how to do this. And this, of course, uh, presents additional costs, because you have to study the legislation the, uh, how to go with uh, such integration in real space. Another is, of course, a difficult placement of systems in space and location. We know already for energy uh, systems uh, that it's not so easy uh, to place it uh, on the right place because of um, uh, not agreed with uh, local people to have it something just in front uh, of your house or uh, to be built on your island. But on another side, uh, this, an example, energy uh, systems require some place. Today, the hydrogen system, the storage system is bigger than, uh, let me say, than uh, lithium uh, batteries. But it requires some space to be installed on the place. And this is not so easy always uh, to persuade uh, locals uh, that uh, such things uh, will be installed on their place.
0: Yeah good communication is needed there because yes. I've also I've also read that sometimes it is kind of difficult to convince the local communities that for example having wind turbines or photovoltaics or whatever installations next to their homes or very close to them is a good thing so yeah good communication is needed uh, you mentioned however also that uh, yes the the project is not concluded yet, but it is towards its final stages, let's say. Uh, What are the next steps then?
1: So the next steps are uh, collecting and analyze all appropriate data from deployment. Yes, we are collecting now really a huge number of data. Uh, We have to process uh, and analyze the impact of these systems uh, to the environment, to the grid. Uh, Then to give some recommendation about the system exploitation to optimize and use and uh, to reach better results. And finally, to disseminate the exploit, uh, prepare some business cases for follower islands and analyze the scalability and replicability scenarios.
0: And once, once the project is done? And you're finished and it is concluded. What do you hope to have accomplished? Uh, What will make you say, oh, this was a good investment of my time?
1: So, um, okay. First, uh, we are looking that we have a clear and valuable demonstration results. Yes, uh, that uh, could be, these results could be analyzed to scale up. For following islands and also to mainland power system, because we should know this is a demonstration, limited size uh, setup. Important is to increase the awareness of importance of balancing grid needs, especially for supply and demand needs. And uh, important is to find and define the business cases in follower islands so all this go together with the four main objectives that we have on the project to allow high level of local renewables uh, provide observability of energy grids uh, develop syner- synergies between grids and to reduce the use of the hydrocarbon based energies
0: and for my last question, uh, Igor, I want to ask you that before, let's say, the project finishes, right now, what lessons can you say that you have already learned so far with uh, uh, with the project? And how are these lessons going to help the EU Commission's plans according to the, the Green Deal?
1: So, yes, all those things are discussed with other similar projects uh, inside Bridge Initiative. Uh, that unites uh, Horizon uh, projects, Horizon uh, Europe smart grid projects, energy storage projects, islands and digitalization projects. So, to create the structure view of cross-cutting issues, uh, which are encountered in the demonstration projects, and maybe constitute an obstacles to, uh, to forward exploitation of these results, uh, so um uh, what lessons we learn is um uh, what at first what are the flexibility products and services what can be used for flexibility uh, which are the market act actors and uh, what uh, sharing or information exchange can be uh, here, uh, detect various barriers like uh, regulatory, market, technical, uh, financial, social. Then we have uh, different lessons of ICT technologies, security, and data privacy aspects. So all these things are coming uh, on the projects in real life that we have to accomplish and to solve somehow. Yes. And this is what we have written now inside of all reports, presenting to other projects, uh, presenting to the broader communities, uh, showing on our website. So these are the main lessons uh, that we have learned so far.
0: Sounds really good, uh, and uh, yeah, collaborations, networking, and uh, sharing of uh, of experience and uh, and lessons learned. Igor, thank you very, very much for this sequel conversation uh, of ours.
1: Yes, yeah, thank you very much, Areti. Thank you for invitation and looking forward uh, that we will finish the project successfully and present really a good results for all uh, of us in the future. Thank you.
0: Hope, hopefully at Enlit uh, Europe in Paris.
1: Yes, thank see you, you then. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast brought to you by Enlit and friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and the Enlit Europe website. Just hit subscribe, and you can access our other episodes too. I am Areti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us.